to another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. So good to have you here. Let's get the business out of the way. Today's episode brought to you by Performance Inspired Nutrition. Their mission is to help inspire people to live a more active and healthy lifestyle by offering honest, all natural and trustworthy products. Charity and the desire to inspire others are what drives Performance Inspired every single day. They are honest without misleading or overhyped marketing, and they offer meaningful formulas without risky or unproven ingredients. The performance-inspired products are full of fully tested formulas and are value-loaded, and you will feel the difference. Everyone, not just the celebrity or professional athlete, deserves all-natural, robust, and proven products at a great value. That's what Performance Inspired offers you. I tell you all the time, every episode, I take the Ripped Whey Protein uh, shakes every single morning. They keep me feeling full. I have energy. I'm not tired and sluggish about three o'clock in the afternoon every day. I promise you, if you want to live a more healthy and active lifestyle, you owe it to yourself to check out Performance Inspired Nutrition, founded by actor Mark Wahlberg, uh, Draymond Green, Tom Dowd, Marcus Luttrell from Lone Survivor. You may remember that little movie that Mark Wahlberg did. All these people are involved in this company to make sure that it is 100% legit, it is all natural, and the things that you are taking when you take their multivitamins and supplements, whether it's the collagen or the whipped whey protein or the keto products that they have, that it's all natural to keep you feeling full, give you energy, lose weight, but more importantly, do it in an all natural and healthy way. It's performance-inspired nutrition. Check it out at pi-nutrition.com and be sure that you enter code STEVE at checkout and get 10% off. The episode also brought to you by artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Get access to our entire online library of online courses, including YouTube for Musicians, an in-depth look at how to be successful on YouTube. Um, We've also got how to monetize your music, where it's a course that goes into detail to show you the different ways on a grassroots level that you can increase your career and increase the money coming in from your career in a real world way. Marketing strategies, approach, everything you need to know. My Artist Development Masterclass lives there. Uh, Plus, you can learn the art of songwriting from five-time CSAC Songwriter of the Year, Reggie Ham. That and so much more, including our members-only community forum. And you'll get access to our monthly members-only live stream events where you can connect with our instructors and get your uh, questions answered. It's amazing. Our members are absolutely loving it. And I know you will too, especially if you are serious about taking your career to the next level. Go to ArtistDevelopmentAcademy.com, where right now, if you enter code STEVE at checkout, you're going to get 30% off of your annual or monthly membership. And when you do that, by the way, it costs less than one cup of uh, Starbucks coffee uh, for a, per day, like half the cost. Go check it out, especially if, you're, if you really want to take your career to the next level. I'm putting everything I've got. 30 years plus of knowledge, plus all of my other friends and industry insiders knowledge so that you can learn from the best about how to take your career in music or as a content creator to the next level. Go check it out now at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Enter code Steve at checkout and get 30% off, like I said, your annual or monthly membership at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. (laughs) 
Numbers are everything. They are the key to monetizing your business. And today we're going to discuss the five steps to getting the numbers right. Because a lot of you aren't getting the numbers right now. Five keys to building your brand. We're going to talk about that in today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast. The real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Steve is a guy who will tell it like he sees it, regardless if he thinks people will agree with him or not. That can be that can't be said for too many folks on social media today, even if you're not in the music business. If you enjoy hearing it straight, you'll enjoy the Steve Freeman podcast. That is from Data Hound on Apple Podcast. He left a review and rated us five stars. I'm assuming it's a he. I might not should assume that. You know what they say about people who assume makes an ass out of you and me. Uh, so it could be very well could be a girl woman. Sorry about that. I just was assuming again. Sorry. The main thing is, thank you for leaving the written review and rating the podcast five stars. If you are out there listening and you have not yet done that, please do so. Leave us a written review. Rate us five stars. That goes a long way to help us in Apple's um, algorithm so that they keep pushing this thing out there. It keeps us in the top 50, and it just means a lot to me. So I really appreciate you guys doing that. Don't forget to do that for sure. Today, we are talking about the five keys to building your brand. Now, this is an episode that many of you have emailed me, messaged me, uh, gotten in touch with me one way or the other to talk about because there are some of you that are still struggling with getting the branding right. And I have done my best. This could be a very long episode. I'm also doing a version of this as a course for the Artist Development Academy that will go into much more detail uh, and have video and slides and numbers and how to do specifics. But we're going to use this as a broad stroke because I think a lot of you guys need to know some of this stuff. So I really took some time and sat down and came up with these five keys to building your brand. And if you're not implementing these, this is where you need to start. If you're if you're if you're on the music business treadmill or the content creator treadmill or any other kind of treadmill and you feel like you're doing a lot, but you're not getting a lot done then you are not effectively breaking down each one of these five keys to building your brand and your brand isn't growing. Therefore, you aren't seeing the results. You're planting all the seeds, but nothing's growing. And you're obviously planting an infertile soil. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to get this straight so that you guys can start really growing your brands because that's what it's going to take. I don't care if you're in the music business, real estate business. Uh, I don't care if you are a heart doctor. I don't care if you own a pizza joint. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. These five keys are the same to growing any business. So listen up. I want to tell you about these five keys. Brand awareness, traffic, engagement, influence, and action. Brand awareness, traffic, engagement, influence, and action. I'm going to tell you how all of these things work together. Now, I've taken some time. I've re- I really thought this stuff out, and, and I wrote a lot of stuff down. Because I I didn't want to just come off the cuff with this. I really wanted to think about it and put the right amount of thought into it so that you guys can pay attention and really benefit from this because it, it is so important. Let's talk about brand awareness. Point number one, key number one, brand awareness. The purpose of brand awareness is to identify yourself, your product or service, and supply the who, what, when, where, and why. Your brand is your identity. 
Think about it that way. Your brand is who you are. The issue that most of you guys are facing right now, I think at least, is that you have multiple personality disorder. I don't know that if if your branding isn't right and you're doing all this stuff and you're not getting anything done and you don't seem to be growing the numbers, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, um, you just the engagement isn't there. None of that's there. This this is step number one brand awareness. If you're having multiple personality disorder, that means that it's no wonder your fans aren't engaging and they aren't growing because if you don't know who you are and it's impossible for you to project out there exactly who you are, they have no idea who you are. And the multiple personality angle comes, I see that so much with a lot of people with their branding. It's they're this, they're that. Your brand is your identity. You need to decide who you are and who you want to be to other people. Once you decide that, what I need you to do is create the physical persona of what that person looks like, dresses like, how they speak, how they act, their attitude, their presentation. Many of you haven't gotten this figured out. And I think that's where you are stumbling. I think you try a little bit of this, a little bit of that, some of this over here, and you are making this smorgasbord almost buffet. It's it's like... Now nah, we don't want to go out to eat. Ah, but we don't know what there is to eat here. So we're just going to pull everything out of the refrigerator, whether it goes together or not. That's how we're going to make our meal. And that's great for some Saturdays and some Sundays when you don't want to get out and you don't want to cook something. You just grab what's available. But guys, you do approaching your branding that way and approaching growing your business that way is not going to help you gain brand awareness. That's why many of you are struggling right now. You've got to decide who you are and stick with it. Decide what you want to be and how you want other people to view you. Because again, very carefully listen closely. Your brand is your identity. And if people cannot quickly identify who you are and what your product is or products are, see, there's a difference there too. You can have one identity and one brand, but have multiple products. I think the the problem that a lot of you get into is that you assume a different identity for each one of those products. Never forget, I haven't said it in a while. It's, it's, been, it's been a little while. So I'm going to bring this back up again. People do not buy products. They buy you. So if you, they don't know who you are and they can't figure out who you are or your identity is constantly changing depending on the product, they have no idea what they're buying. Give them one thing consistently. Give them your identity. Give them your brand. And once you can tie those two things together, that's when you can start to build your brand awareness. Another important part of this, whether it's product or products, is determining what your product is. Is it music, which these days is highly unlikely. If you're out there trying to sell music, no wonder you're failing. That ship has sailed. It's gone. It ain't ever coming back. So maybe your product is music. Maybe your product is merch. Maybe it's t-shirts and bumper stickers and hoodies and God else knows what else. Everything out there is possible. Hand sanitizer. They were try- The people that run my store were trying to get me to, to, to offer hand sanitizer with my logo on it. Maybe I should have. And masks. Masks, the other thing. They're like, we need to put some your logo on the mask. I'm like, I'm not fucking selling masks. I'm not doing it. Maybe I should. I probably would have sold a thousand of them, but I didn't. So maybe merch is your product. Here's also something else that a lot of you need to think about. Maybe your product is a physical service. You thought about that? Maybe your product is advice. Maybe your product is information or your product can be access. 
Maybe you are your product. Maybe you are the music. You are the merch. You are the physical service. You are the advice, information, and access that you are trying to sell. That is your product. I see so many people go wrong with this point because they are afraid to sell something to people. Guys, this is they're afraid to be seen as trying to sell something. So you you spend all of your time trying to think of, of this subconscious mindfuck way of getting people to do what you want them to do without appearing like you're trying to sell them something. Guys, you can't turn on the radio, the television. You can't launch Facebook. You can't get on any type of of mobile device, you can't go anywhere, even drive down the street without somebody selling you something. Look, everybody's used to that now. Every Me being here, this podcast, I'm selling you shit. Whether it's the Artist Development Academy or Performance Inspired or my merch, I'm selling you something. And I have no, I have no issues with that whatsoever. You know what my brand is. You know what my identity is. Most of you listen to the podcast. You watch the videos and you engage with me on social media because you know exactly what my identity is. You know exactly who I am. And you have bought into me, which means you've bought into my brand. So when my brand offers different products, you trust those because you trust me. That is a give and take relationship. There is absolutely nothing wrong with creating that type of relationship with your fans. Growing your brand awareness to where you can get to the end point, which is that exchange, that action, that engagement. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. There's nothing wrong with realizing that you are your product, but you've got to figure that out. You don't need to have multiple personality disorder where each one of your products is a different version of you. And that's a different personality. It's a different person. They've all got to be multiple products of one brand and one identity. If you can get that figured out and then forget the whole mindset thing of trying to sell to people without them knowing they're being sold to. They know. They fucking know they're being sold to. Okay, so don't try to be that guy. Don't try to be that girl. Don't try to be that band or that real estate agent. Be who you are. Make it very clear who you are and what your goals are. What that what that there's nothing wrong with expecting an exchange in a relationship. An exchange of anything. It can be an exchange of, of money for physical value. It can be an exchange of information or an exchange of access. But we all expect something out of our relationships. If that's the relationship you want to build with your fans, then you need to let them know going in that at some point, I'm going to expect something from you. Because guys, listen, a fan does more than like something on Facebook. A fan does more than put a like on Instagram. A fan does more than comment on your posts. A fan A true fan is somebody that acts financially in the benefit of your career. They buy a concert ticket. They they download your single. Um, They they show up and buy merch. They buy that hat. They buy that T-shirt. They there is they understand that there is an exchange of value between you and them. There's nothing wrong. Quit trying to hide that exchange. They know it. They expect it. The people that will buy into you the most have no problem with it whatsoever. Let's talk for a second about, okay, you're like, Steve, all right, I need to create an identity. I've not done that. And I think many of you, that's your biggest problem. You've, you're just being you. Okay, I'm going to put this out there. You are not good enough. I am not good enough. We have all become and need to become a combination of our experiences. The things that we know, the things that we're good at, the things that we're not good at. You need to, to, to identify 
who your identity is. Here's a way that maybe some way, different ways that you can start to create your identity. You need to be creating content consistently, whether that's YouTube videos, Instagram, IGTV, Twitter, Facebook Live, blogging, TikTok, if that lasts and the government doesn't shut it down, um, podcast. Look, look at my, my podcast helps me get my identity out there. That, that is one of the, the biggest purposes that is it, it exists is because it is a platform for my brand. It is a platform for my identity and for the real me to to come out, whether you like it or whether you don't or whether you like me or you don't like me. I don't really give a shit. But I am putting out the information and I'm putting out the information in a way that is me. It is true to my identity. What you'll find is the more content you start creating the more you try to engage your fans with constantly putting out and creating content, you will learn who your identity is because sometimes your fans will let you know who your identity is. And that's the most important thing. Whether you think you're being you doesn't really matter. It only matters what they think. And sometimes we all put on characters. I'll tell you this. Sometimes these podcasts, they'll go for an hour, hour and a half of me sitting here and talking to you guys. This is a part of the identity and the brand that I've created because all of my friends will will tell you, I have a saying, don't ever call me unless it's something that can't be text. I don't talk a lot. When I'm at home, I don't talk a lot. When I'm out in public, I'm not Mr. Social. I can sit on here and talk for two hours at a time with you guys. But when I leave here, my words for the day are spent. <laughs> I don't, I, you're not going to find me having conversations with somebody else. The, the least I can say is exactly what I'm going to say. So, but we become who we need to become so that our brand can get out there. I'm more comfortable sitting in front of this camera and behind this microphone than I am being out in public talking to other people far more. But this is my brand. The next thing I want to talk to you about when it comes to creating content consistently for all of these different platforms is creating pillar content and micro content. Some of you may have heard this strategy before, but let's say you're creating YouTube videos. That YouTube video may be 10 minutes to 20 minutes to 30 minutes long. That is considered a piece of pillar content. Create micro content from your pillar content to share out across all of the other platforms over a period of time. So you may put out a, a YouTube video on Monday, but then you take little 30 and 60 second up to two minute clips and you share those throughout the week on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok any other place. That's micro content that keeps the conversation going. The more you do that, the more you're going to assume an identity. And when you can start to identify yourself and who you are and who, even if it's a character, which sounds odd and it sounds strange, but I know very successful people that actually are playing a character. That's not what you see publicly is not who they are privately. And that's okay. They may be insecure about who they are privately, but, but putting on this character or this, this other face or attitude allows them to be the person they need to be to create their identity and create brand awareness. So after brand awareness, what do we get when we actually correctly identify ourselves and start to create brand awareness? The next step is you start creating traffic. It is impossible to grow without traffic. Now, there are three types of traffic. There is organic, paid, 
and viral. If you are creating brand specific content on a consistent basis, you'll start to develop organic traffic. That's the traffic that comes when you post something. And yeah, you may be using hashtags, but more or less people that follow you and that like your page or your profile, they might see this and they might share it. And then other people start to see it and consume it. And that is considered organic traffic. Organic traffic still exists and it's still possible. But I will be real honest with you, it, you cannot rely on organic traffic. It, it's just it's just getting tougher and tougher because of the algorithms with the different platforms. They are not shoving your content out um, to all of the people that follow you. Like at most, sometimes right now, like on Facebook, three to five percent of people that follow you are going to see your posts. Even though they've chosen to follow you, they're your friends. The, Facebook is just not shoving your content out to them. You have to then go into another form of traffic, which is paid traffic, in order to fully reach your entire fan base of people that already like you. But paid traffic really comes into when you want to take your content and get it in front of people that you cannot and is impossible to get it in from organically. And that's where you want to use paid traffic. Everybody that's not using paid traffic should be using paid traffic in one form or another. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Content and, well, let's put it this way. People will start to consume your content and share with other people via social outlets. The key really to going back to organic traffic is that it must be on brand, on message, and delivered regularly. Again, you're starting to see the consistency is, is a big key here. Um, so that people become dependent on it and it becomes a part of their regular schedule. Think about it like this. This is why TV shows... Regardless of your favorite TV show, it may be Thursday night, 8 o'clock, Friday night at 9, Monday night at 7. It's, it's appointment and destination viewing. This is very important if you want to start to develop organic traffic. Very, very, very important. People want something to count on. This podcast, it's available every Monday and Friday at 9 a.m. And if you really want to know, it's available at 6.30. But sometimes it takes a little bit longer to go through Apple's system to get on iTunes. And I know that it's there by nine. So I always say it's available at 9 a.m. But truth be told, it's probably available at 6.30, 6.45 every Monday and Friday. But I say nine because I'm creating a, a destination for you every Monday and Friday, something that you can count on that you know it's going to be here at this time and this date every time. It creates consistency. We are people that love schedules. We love routine. You've got to find a way to get your brand awareness and your content into people's regular consciousness, that you get into their routine. And once you get into their routine, they will start to spread your content. And that's where you will grow the organic traffic. Still very difficult to do, though, without using paid traffic at all. And paid traffic is using, we've talked about this in the past as well, but Facebook ads, Instagram ads, YouTube ads, or any other kind of pay to promote features across social media uh, to point to your brand and or content. Because of like I was saying that the, the, the platforms are not natively set up with their algorithm to push your content out to all of the people that follow you. That's why you wonder and sometimes you're like, man, I've got 5,000 fans on Facebook, but I get 22 likes every time I post something. It's because those other people aren't seeing your content. They're not engaging with it on a regular basis. Therefore, Facebook thinks that your content isn't as important to them. 
so they don't show you that content. Use paid traffic, even if it's $3 a day, $5 a day, um, to start getting the content that you do regularly produce and get out there, even if it's just posts and pictures. At least if you use a little bit of paid traffic, Facebook is going to first, when they use that paid traffic, show it to people that are already like you, that like your page, that that have something in common with you that you might not be reaching at the moment, but may that may like your page. So start there. That's going to start to increase your organic organic traffic, even though it's paid, just a little bit. Because people that already do like your page are going to start seeing your content a little bit more frequently. So that's very key. That's one way you can use paid traffic to to really boost and enhance your organic traffic. Now, I advise you to only use paid traffic, like I said, to enhance your organic traffic. Once you establish your identity and have a clear definition of your brand and what your product or products are, then you should start to use paid traffic. Do not use traffic to start your brand or advertise your product without first having established that relationship that we talk about all the time. You've got to establish that relationship with your existing or potential fan. You can't start with paid traffic. There's they don't there's that trust barrier is not uh, proven yet. They don't know you. They don't know anything about you. They don't know your identity. They don't know your brand. There's no trust. So you've got to create that relationship to get to that trust. And why would anyone buy or trust someone that they don't know or they're not invested in? That's in the world we live in today. That's one way you just really have to look at it. My personal strategy for using paid traffic is to start running paid traffic to my content three days after I've posted it or published it. Um, I give my organic traffic time to take over, right? So I see how much organic traffic that I can get in the first 48 to 72 hours. Then, and only then, do I start running the paid traffic to enhance the organic traffic. The great thing about paid traffic, though, is that it's cheap. Uh, Right now, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram story ads, even Spotify, uh, Google ads, YouTube ads, they're very cheap and, and with a very low budget can be extremely effective. You can set a budget and the platform will basically tell you uh, the expectations that you should have. And those of you that have run maybe Facebook ads in the past or YouTube, when you put in five dollars a day, it'll tell you, here's what you expect. We you should see this many views or this many engagements, this many likes over this amount of time, depending on what your budget um, is also the paid traffic will place your content in front of the the audience that you choose. So you can go in there and say, I only want to target Nashville. I want to target Dallas or wherever it is that you are. Or you can target the entire United States. Plus, then you can go in deeper and you can target people's interests and people's likes. So with the podcast, we target other people that that like podcasts and that listen to a lot of podcasts married and paired with the fact that they like music or interested in in music business and interested in other, you know, ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, uh, the Recording Academy, a lot of different other factors so that I can try to get my paid traffic and get my content in front of the people that I think are most likely to benefit from it, find value from it, and then become, they step out of the world of, of paid traffic and they become organic traffic because of the content that I'm creating. Now, For this kind of traffic, paid traffic to work effectively, you have to know exactly who your organic audience is. So you can create lookalike audiences within Facebook and Instagram, which is very helpful because when you start running paid traffic and paid ads, they are going to place those ads. You can set the parameters to place those ads in front of customers 
and other people who look exactly like the people that already do like your page or that follow you on Instagram or other social media platforms. That is very important. Lookalike audiences are great. Inside the course that I'm going to do about these five keys for the Artist Development Academy, I'm physically going to go in and show you how to create these ads and how to do all of this geotargeting. Uh, it's going to be very interesting, and it'll be coming out in uh, in August. Um, when it comes to budgets, play around. Um, I honestly, we don't do anything for less than five dollars a day. Um, I've I've seen people g- contact me and get with me and say, Steve, I'm doing you know a dollar fifty a day, two dollars a day, and I'm not getting any results. You're not going to get never do anything less than five dollars a day, and you know set it for three or four days, gauge the results, set it for a week, set it for two weeks. I've often said, and I've built very successful careers for artists based on a $5 a day, 30 day plan, $150 a month spent ad spend to gain streams, um, numbers up their numbers on Facebook with real people. Um, so this doesn't have to cost you a lot of money, but it's something you need to be doing. So once you have the brand awareness, the brand awareness will lead to traffic. That traffic can come in three different forms. It can come in organic traffic, paid traffic, and viral. All I'm going to say on viral is it should not be a part of your plan. You have absolutely no control whatsoever over something going viral. You can try to make something viral and it won't go viral. So don't even don't even make viral traffic a part of your plan. If you do something and create a piece of content that goes viral, that's awesome and that's great. But it shouldn't be counted on. So brand awareness leads to traffic. Where does traffic lead to? Traffic leads to engagement. Once you have traffic, you will start to create engagement. And engagement can be people liking, commenting, or sharing your content. Joining your email list or even messaging you regarding the content, kind of like what people do with me. They watch the the videos on YouTube or they listen to the podcast. They send me an email. They send me a DM on Instagram or message me on Facebook, or they leave it in the comment section of any of the different platforms. That's engagement. When they have, when I when I say things and it creates questions in their mind, they want to reach out and engage with me to get an answer to their question. You want to create engagement. Now, one of the major things that a lot of people, this is where they go wrong. They think that engagement is at the end of the line. That if you can get somebody to engage, then you can get them to a point of action. And engagement is the last step in the process instead of the third step in the process. Engagement is nowhere near getting somebody to buy your product. Nowhere near it. It's a start. This is where it starts. But this is also the point where you're creating that relationship. Any engagement is good engagement. It's easier for people to be negative, so expect tons of negative comments. I was talking with somebody earlier today about that, about YouTube. Look, people are going to be negative. I expect it. I absolutely love it because I'm a person that loves confrontation. So I love it when people leave negative comments because it lets me be an asshole right back. And there's nothing I love more in the world than just standing toe-to-toe with somebody and going at it. So I love it. I love that. Not everybody's cool with that, though. A lot of people take it personal. A lot of people get down, get frustrated, get depressed. But learn to expect it. With more engagement is going to come more positive or more negative rather than positive. Because people, their first reaction is just to be negative. It is so easy to get some get somebody to say something negative and so very hard to get them to be positive. So just know that going into it. You need to frame your content in a way that encourages engagement, ask questions, request actions, reward engagement. So when they do reward, make sure I I can tell you right now, I get so many questions about Instagram and 
one of the major things that that nobody does is engage with other people. You guys want your numbers to go through the roof. You want to, you want people to like your pictures. You want people to do all this commenting, but you don't go like anybody else's posts. You don't comment on anybody else's post. How do you expect that engagement to come your way when that's not a two-way street? How can you expect the engagement when you're not out there engaging with other people's content? So it's kind of a, a two-sided coin in that you need to to frame the conversation of your content that that really encourages that engagement that you want. The other side of that coin is make sure that you're engaging with people. If somebody does leave a comment, make sure you comment back. Say, hey, if it's just thanks for leaving a comment, something simple. Hey, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for the like. Thanks for the comment. Encourage engagement, but also reward it by going and following them back. I ask people all the time, if you follow me on Instagram, send me a DM and let me know that you followed me on Instagram so that I can follow you back. That That is, we're all worried about our ratios being off. We're all concerned, well, I should have more followers than I am following. None of that matters. None of that matters in the grand scheme of you growing your business, really boots on the ground growing your business. You think it matters because of perception. You want to see when people look up your Instagram that all oh, these people follow, they, they have uh, 100,000 followers, so they must be legit. Yeah, those days are gone because most people that do have numbers like that have just bought them. They, they, just, they just bought the numbers. And you can tell that by the engagement. So engagement is very important, but make sure that you're paying attention to both sides of that coin. Once you've built your traffic to a point that you are getting the engagement that you want, then you are building influence with your audience. Now we're getting closer to selling your products. Influence is the ability to change people's opinion, actions, or mindset to bring about your desired income and outcome. I believe that with influence, though, comes extreme trust and responsibility. Um, I take my platform very seriously. I know that I have influence over people. There are times that that I like that. There are times that I don't like that. Um, again, like I said, it, it is a responsibility. So make sure when you start to gain influence over people that you are using that influence in a positive direction, that you are using it in a healthy way to encourage healthy engagement and healthy influence. Use the influence to drive your product in a helpful, productive, and valuable way. I can promise you this. You will never starve if you gain influence and use that influence to provide value. I get this question almost every day, every single day. I could play you voicemails and voice memos from people on Instagram right now that just the the main they just wanted to let me, I cannot believe your podcast is not on Patreon. I can't believe that you're not paying us to listen to all of this information. Steve, I can't believe your artist development masterclass is completely free. I've paid $700 for courses that I didn't learn a quarter of and you're giving away all this information for free. I can't believe it. How how can you do that? The reason is because it is important to me the exchange that I have with you and with people like you is that I gain influence and I'm trading value for it. You're giving me the influence. I'm giving you value in return. That is everything. Sometimes when you gain that influence, it shouldn't just be used to try to sell something. Nothing wrong with that. But you'll never reach that point 
to where you're really effectively turning your influence into financial gain until first and foremost, you have established the fact that you're providing value. Once you start providing value to people, they want to go deeper. They want to know more. They want to engage more. They are willing to give you more influence. But again, the trade-off there is you have to be providing value. With the proper influence, you can drive people to action. This is where we get into the point where you actually start monetizing your brand. Now, I know this sounds like a lot. And guys, in, in all honesty, if, if you are in a situation, this is, uh, these, these statements always get me in trouble, but it's the God's honest truth. And I got to say it. If you're in a financial situation where you can't use paid traffic and you can't do this and you can't do that, that or this sounds like a lot of work or it's too much work, you have no business in this business, in the entertainment business, and you have no business being an entrepreneur and you have no business of owning a business. Starting and running and growing and developing a successful business takes financial wherewithal, financial resources. It also takes the internal fortitude to be able to keep going, to go through all of these steps and not see growth for months, sometimes years at a time. But that doesn't mean that you stop. You keep going. If you do not have that in your system, then you need to look for something else. You need to be working in a job where you clock in and clock out. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, there's, I know people that have, quote unquote, regular jobs. Nothing wrong with it. Trust me. <laughs> there, there are times in my life today that I, you know, sometimes I just, I just wish I would have just gone somewhere and worked for 30 years. Believe me, the, all of this is so much responsibility. When, when, when you have a brand to maintain and you've created an identity and you are engaging with people and you, you gain influence and you're trying to provide value in exchange for that influence and you're trying to get everything off the ground, it is, it is so much work. It is so much on your mental state. If you are not prepared to go through all of that and deal with all of it and sacrifice financially to get it to the place where you want to go, this is not for you. You need to go somewhere else and do something else. But getting to the point of influence is very important. Because like I said, with the proper influence, you can drive people to action. And action is the ultimate goal. A lot of people confuse action for engagement. They get the two a little mixed up. But you can't make a living off of likes and follows. That's engagement. But when you put all of the keys together, and if you are doing it right, you'll get your audience to a point of action. And that action is purchasing your product or your service. And then you go all the way back up to the top and what is your product or what is your service? These are five steps and five keys, but they all have to be working in concert with one another. Again, it's like that, that watch. They all have to, all the gears have to be turning at the same time or the watch isn't going to work and it's not going to tell time and you'll have no idea what time it is. And you all need to know what time it is at all times. So it's easy for you to see when you look at these that brand awareness leads to traffic. Once you have the traffic, you will start to build engagement. Once you have engagement, you will gain influence over those that engage. Once you have the influence, if you're providing value, you can lead your audience to a point of action. Those are the five keys to building your brand. And like I said, I'm doing a course right now that is in depth on it's going to cover everything we talked about today, but it's going to go in depth on each one of these steps. If if you don't have an understanding or you've listened today 
and you've been like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Or maybe I'm doing this. And I think a lot of you are going to get stuck and hung up on the multiple personality thing. I realized that about myself a long time ago. There was Steve, the songwriter, and that guy kind of had a, a, a personality. There's Steve, the record producer. He kind of had this other personality. It was similar to the songwriter, but was a little bit more intense, a little more serious. Then there was Steve, the business owner, and he was a lot different than Steve, the record producer, or Steve, the songwriter. I realized that I kind of had, and then there was a Steve that all my friends saw, and there's a Steve that my family sees. There were about five or six of me running around out there. And right now, if you guys are honest with yourself, I think you could probably see and admit there's five or six, maybe more of you running out around out there at the same time. It was when I tried to my best. Now, some of those people still sneak out from time to time, but I'm my goal and what I'm trying to do is, is to have consolidated everything into what you see. So now there's no difference between Steve, the songwriter and Steve, the record producer or Steve, the owner of the Artist Development Academy, and Steve, who runs the Empire Artist Agency. There's just no difference. I'm just me. Because if I've done this correctly, then I've assumed the identity that I created. And the more that identity becomes who I am as my identity, the more authentic that it is. Because I'll be real honest with you. Um... I'm not half as interesting as a lot of you think that I am, you know, and I did a lot of things over the years to to hype up that perception, to make people think that I was a certain way or a certain person, because I thought that was the key to getting the traffic and the engagement and the influence. I spent a lot of money doing a lot of stupid things. Owned like nine cars at one time. I had every sports car that you could possibly imagine. Wasting money left and right. Huge houses. I've done all of that. I've had all the, you know, $15,000 watches. I've done all that. But it was really when I stopped doing all that that I actually figured out who my identity was. And I realized that the more I was using perception to try to grow these things instead of just being authentically me, and realizing who this one personality was, the minute I started or I stopped doing all of that, it let me discover who I really am. And I'm much more happy, and I think you will be too. You're much happier when you can just be yourself. Now, like I said a minute ago, that doesn't mean that any of this is going to be any less work. Or it's going to be any less easy. Sometimes it's a lot easier getting, on, getting up every day and putting on a mask because that person might say and do things that you don't feel comfortable doing. You got to take the mask off and you've got to be you. It all goes back to your brand and your identity. You cannot have a brand. You cannot have a product. Or let's say this. You can't expect to sell a product. If you don't know who the identity is and what your brand is, it's impossible. So start there and figure it out. I hope this has given you something to think about today. This is it, guys. You want to know how to be successful? That's it. These are the five keys. You need to build a brand, have brand awareness, turn that brand awareness into traffic, which leads to engagement, which leads to influence, which leads to action. That's it. That is the simple plan. A lot of specifics within there. We talked about most of them today, and I'll go in deeper on the course that's going to be up in August. But I think there's enough here, what we've talked about today, where you guys can literally take this and run with it. And as always, don't hesitate. If you got a question, 
If you're watching this on YouTube, drop it in the comments section. If you're watching on Facebook, drop it in the comments section. If you're listening on the audio version, go to thestevefreeman.com, click on show notes, and you can comment right there. You can leave you can leave me a message. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I try my best to get back to all of you. When I when I tell you it's it's over a thousand a week. So I, I try to get back to everybody that I possibly can. So if you've sent me a message and I've said this, I've said I'll help, I'll try to help you or answer your question, and I haven't gotten back with you, I've probably gotten it and I'm in process. So I'm always here to help you guys and want, want to do that. To be honest, talking about influence and action, getting you to the point of action, this is why I started the Artist Development Academy to begin with. Because it's an extremely affordable place for you to be able to go to get those answers. When I can't respond to you, there's information, everything you need right there. That's why we did that. So that it's a it's a resource for you guys to be able to move forward, to put all of these different keys working in your favor to get you to the next level. So you guys had asked me to do and simplify a branding episode. So there you have it. And I hope you got something out of it. Don't hesitate to reach out, like I said, if you need some help. Don't forget, guys, brand spanking new merch in the Steve Freeman podcast store. I got I got an email from somebody the other day and they're like, yeah, you're just trying to cash in and make all this money. Guys, if you knew what I made every time you bought one of these things, you would probably laugh harder than I do. The purpose here is not for me to make money. I wanted to have merch available and I did this exclusive partnership with my friends at Custom Inc. that wanted to to make the store available at a very low cost to to me and to you guys uh, and still provide. Here was the deal. All right, I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm going to get off the screen. Those of you watching the video version, you can see some of the products we've got in the store. You really ought to go check it out, but I'm going to be real honest with you and tell you, here's the deal. If I went with cheap products like Gildan shirts and all that stuff, I could be right. I could be raking in the money. That's just no bullshit. That's just honest. I mean, like on each t-shirt, I could be raking in like 20 bucks. I think I make three or $4 every time one of those sells because instead of putting cheap products up on the store, they're the most expensive products you can buy. They are color lasting. They are soft. They are literally the top brands that you can possibly buy. So that cuts the profit out of it. So I don't make shit when you guys buy stuff out of the store. That's not the reason. The reason I put everything up is because you guys wanted something. I wanted some stuff. And I love it when you guys post pictures and tag me on Instagram that you're wearing some of the, the cool podcast merch. So for those of you that say something negative, every time I talk about the fucking store, there you have it. I don't hardly make shit on it, but I don't care. That's not the purpose of it. If it was, this podcast would be behind a Patreon wall. You'd all be paying $59.99 a month to have it. <laughs> anyway, go check it out. You can see it right there on your screen. Go to thestevefreeman.com, and then you can click on shop or store. I don't. I, I really do need to figure out which one it says. I'm going to look it up right now so that I know. It says shop. Yeah, so click on shop, and it will take you right there where you're seeing now, and you can check out the tank tops, the t-shirts, the coffee mugs, the hats, and a lot more stuff coming, but I will never put masks on there. I'm just going out there on a limb. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing the mass. That, that is a bridge too far. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. More than anything, I hope like hell you learned something today. That's why I'm here. And that is my entire mission. So I'm hope, I hope you loved the episode. I hope you got something out of it. Don't forget to please visit and participate with our show sponsors. 
performance-inspired nutrition, pi-nutrition.com. Enter code Steve for 10% off at checkout or check out the Artist Development Academy at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Save 30% on your annual membership when you enter code Steve. And don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It goes a long way, and I really appreciate it. Guys, until the next episode, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there is nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman. 